microdosing for PMDD relief. How much do I take? How long do I take it for? When do I take it? Can I take it as a, as a mom, as a parent, as an employee? Am I going to trip out? How do I not trip out? All these questions I'm going to ask Casey Garrett because she knows all about microdosing. This is one of the interviews that is going to change lives and I'm so excited to share her with you. All you need to know about microdosing for PMDD relief right here, right now. Here we go, Casey, here I come. Welcome to the PMDD Healing Summit, where the world's top experts share hope, guidance, and next steps for your PMDD healing journey. And today I have a super special guest for y'all. Her name is Casey Garrett. And let me tell you a little bit about Casey. With over two decades in the healing arts, she is the engaging, accessible, founder of Microdosing for Healing. Yes, we're talking about microdosing today. Her interactive group programs offer a unique, intimate community of individuals drawn to practice with diverse intentions, including physical healing, mental wellness, emotional balance, and spiritual connection. The intention of the program is to introduce individuals to the beautiful practice of microdosing earth medicines, inspire a lifelong connection to nature, instill a reverence and respect for the medicines, and create conditions for healing inside a welcoming supportive container. That sounds so juicy. Casey, welcome to the summit. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Oh, it's an absolute honor to have you here because microdosing, we want to know all about it. So let's just dive right in because there's so many questions. So could you just share a little bit about your journey and why you're so you know passionate about you know, supporting people who want to explore the plant medicines? Mm -hmm. Yeah, happy to. So as you mentioned, I've been in the healing arts for a very, very long time. Somatic therapies were my foundation in this work. And then it's kind of everything grew from there. And when I came to earth medicines, um, I was brand new. I had never done a drug. I have a very hair triggered nervous system, very sensitive. And so the idea of doing a journey or a trip it just wasn't my thing. Um, it was very intimidating to me. And I started to hear about the benefits and I was curious, but then when I came into contact and realized microdosing was a possibility to achieve those same health and spiritual benefits without the losing control, mm. that was, that felt really, really right to me. Yeah. Um, so I started practicing and you know, in my years of practice, I've studied so many things, done so many practices, and I would say microdosing practice alongside meditation are the two things that have been the most transformative for me in my own healing and for the healing in terms of kind of the, the ROI on the practices is really, really tremendous because it does touch into all these, your physical healing, your emotional balance and regulation your mental strength and healing of the nervous system, regulating the nervous system, and also are reconnecting with nature mm. and spiritual connection um, are all things that you develop and gain. Um, so even if you're coming in for one specific intention, yeah. the beauty is you're going to gain, you get all of it um, in the process and the path. So oh, 
That's so beautiful. I love this aspect of reconnecting with nature. And I also, on my healing journey, um, mushrooms were a part of mine. And this reconnection to nature with, you know, outside of me and nature that I am a part of, that was a whole thing. So, but anyway, let's dive in. Why are plant medicines such a powerful tool for healing and transformation? I think it's essentially a big part of healing is reconnecting with our essential selves and reconnecting with the planet. And we are part of nature. We have become separate from nature, especially over the last 50 years. So I, I think it's not a coincidence that earth medicines are coming back in such a powerful way. At the same time, all of these movements are happening, social justice, climate change. Um, we're really at this inflection point and they're here to help assist us in our own healing. We already have all we need. It's plant medicines are here as an ally and a teacher to kind of open the door to our innate healing. Yeah. That's so beautiful. This, this reconnection, you're right. I also believe we're at a certain inflection point right now. This is why all of this is coming up. So in my community, I had so many questions about microdosing. So let's dive right in. People are interested in microdosing with psilocybin, with mushrooms. So what are the, some of the benefits of um, microdosing and um, what issues can maybe treated with it or what, you know, what kind of problems do people treat with microdosing when they come to you? So many. That's one of the beauties is there's, it's so diverse mm -hmm. uh, for so many different conditions. Yeah. There's because the mainstream media and the research funding tends to go to diagnosable conditions, mm -hmm. you know, just because of the model and the framework we're living under, yeah. we hear a lot about the cessation of anxiety, depression, PTSD, headaches, smoking cessation. Yeah. And that's all very relevant. So a lot of the physical disorders that we see, but also in addition, um, a lot of the female conditions that can benefit greatly don't get the research funding, don't get the mass attention um, until we start talking among ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we have seen, yeah, for autoimmune conditions, inflammation, um, and dysregulated periods, um, hormonal things, uh, menopause. Yeah. These are the things that we don't read research about yet, but we as citizen scientists and participants in the practice can share with each other. Mm -hmm. um, also emotional regulation, emotional mastery. Yeah. Um, it's a big one and really beautiful to see. It has a heart opening quality. So it tends to enhance people's compassion, your empathy, your perspective is widened. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people stop, the way they describe it is they stop sweating the small stuff mm -hmm. so much. It yes. gets you out of that ruminating, looping mind. Um, so that to me is the root ease of easing depression and anxiety because it's helping us come to presence. And just naturally, effortlessly, when we come into presence, we're not dwelling on old narratives from the past and regrets, um, and nor are we kind of future tripping and overthinking and intellectualizing our path and our future and our plans. Yes. It's kind of leading, leading with spirit instead of leading with our minds alone. Ah, beautiful. I mean... Beautiful. Yes. And I can attest to that. It's true. Everything is true. What she said, anxiety, depression was my thing. Uh, this emotional opening also for me, heart opening, resilience, not sweating the small stuff. Absolutely. So 
what is microdosing actually, right? Because I mean, we all know about these, these trips that the hippies had and all these things and microdosing is this new thing that we're talking about. So what is microdosing? So microdosing is a way to attain the benefits of the medicines without having the hallucinations, uh, distortions and, and full-on tripping experience. So microdosing is within a range. So you want to take enough that you start to feel benefits, but low enough that you're not feeling perceptual distortion. Um, so it ranges for people. We kind of see a generalized range but it's so unique to each person. And so the way we typically begin is start very low, you know, lower than you might think and go very slow. And then you can always build up. And so it's a long practice, you know, it's, it's no reason to get no reason to rush it. And it's a very different experience than say pharmaceutical medication dosing where you're trying to find a dose and then you stick to that dose consistently. Mm -hmm. And if you come off your medication, you lose all the benefits. Microdosing earth medicines is the opposite of that. It's very unique. It's going to change over time. It will become very intuitive. Mm -hmm. And ultimately the goal is you don't need to microdose at all. It's you heal. And when you heal, it's not, it's not the medicine doing something to you. It's working with you. So Mm -hmm. it's your own healing that happens. Yes. And even when you stop microdosing, everything you have gained, you keep. It's yours forever. And so you continue to find new discoveries and growth and benefits, but it's not like a consistent medication that you need to stay on. Um, and it's very, very unique. Um, it's, a, it's a spirit thing. It's not a, a physical thing. Yes, it's very unique. And that's why I'm so glad that you're here because this is what the summit is about. You know, we're all unique in our own symptoms. So to find what works for us and to honor us. So, you know, you said that the dose varies from person to person and that makes total sense. Like my partner is huge that he would need a different kind of dose. Is there um, the, the lowest dose that we could start with? Is there like a gram? Is there anything you can give us for anyone who does want to start? 0.001 gram, or what should we start with if we want to start really low? Most people I work with, and and my practice is unique because I've always tended to draw a lot of very sensitive people. (laughs) I work with a lot of artists, creatives, musicians, entrepreneurs, people who tend to be open spirits. Mm. Um, And I found that open spirits only need a very little bit to go a long way. It's like the medicines, as soon as they meet them, they're kind of off and and rolling in their experience. And so it can be as low as like 20 milligrams for some people. Um, 20, 50 is usually where people I work with start just because they tend to be so sensitive. But I've also had many, many people um, more in the 250, 300 milligrams. Okay. Okay. That's really great. Start low and, and, and go upward from there. That's really great because I know that's one of the big things because we have moms, you know, people who have these lives that are not going to go on a mountain or go into the forest and have, you know, a trip and they don't, they don't want to be tripping. So thank you for kind of that roundabout figure. And I'll just ask right now this question, how do we take these mushrooms? You know, I know I see them a dried mushroom. So how can we take them? Can you just share a little bit about that? Yeah, there's so many different ways, which, which is nice. Um, 
and everybody has a different way that really resonates with them. So some people like to work with fresh mushrooms, Mm -hmm. dried mushrooms, Mm -hmm. Um, other people put it into chocolate and work with, you know, chocolatiers are now making chocolates with psilocybin, um, tinctures, capsules, Mm -hmm. the capsules are are probably the most common um, once people start cultivating their own, because you can really regulate your dose, especially in the first six months or so of practice when you're really trying to figure out your sweet spot. Um, having a standardized dose of some form Mm -hmm. is really helpful until you get to the point where it becomes really attuned with you and intuitive in your practice. Mm -hmm. Um, we teach people how to grow their own mushrooms inside our program, which is super fun. And for so many reasons, it's the safest option for now, you know, while we're in this like evolving landscape of legality. Yes. So growing your own mushrooms of all kinds, it can be psilocybin, but also a whole host of medicinal mushrooms that you can then stack with. Um, Also, it's affordable that way. It's really accessible, affordable. Um, You can share with family and friends that way. Yeah. And then lastly, there's something beautiful. It's just like growing your own garden or your own herbs. It's you have a connection with your own healing that's really tangible and real. And so when you set your intention for your healing path with microdosing, being with your medicines in in the growth of your medicines Mm -hmm. uh, is really, really lovely because they will they will take on that resonance for you. Exactly. They become like a part of your family. And we grew our own here. And what we like to do is then we dry them, we grind them up in a blender, and then we put them in the capsules. And everyone was like 0.5 or point, I think 0.5. So then we can really dose like, oh, here a little bit more, a little bit less. And it was a lot easier on my belly because a lot of I have tried just mushrooms like that. And that made my belly really upset. (laughs) A lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, you know, I heard a lot about like microdosing protocols and that there are different protocols. Could you explain what microdosing pl- protocols are and maybe share one or two with us? I'm, I don't know how they work and what they are. Yeah, absolutely. So especially when you're just starting out, it's kind of like when you're starting a new yoga practice or a new meditation practice to have a structure when you start out with is so for the first 60, 90 days of any new thing you're doing, it's really nice to have a structure around it. So you can really gauge your progress changes and know if you're kind of haphazard and all over the place, it's a little bit harder times of day. And so the protocol when it comes to microdosing is just taking microdosing on the same days and and the same time each Uh week. So you can gauge. And so very common ones, um, the typical ones that we do are four, three, or five, two, we call them for short. So four days on three days off or five days on two days off. So we tend to have the days consecutive and then two or three days in a row consecutive off are this are the ones we use the most. Great. Well, that was, that was easy Four, three or five, two. Um, so are we just, do we, how long do we take this? Because, you know, we we're talking about six months earlier, or is this just until I feel better? Or do you say, oh, try it for six months and then see, share a little bit on that. Yeah, we typically use a six week, like our first pod, if you will, cohorts tend to be six weeks in time. 
to and after six weeks, it really takes six weeks to connect with the medicines. Mm-hmm. By six weeks, you're you're definitely feeling some benefits. You have some healing happening across all, you know, mental, emotional, physical, you've noticed things. And by the end of six weeks, you have an idea of what your dose is mm-hmm. after you mm-hmm. as well. So it's really six weeks is the minimum. Um, when it comes to taking breaks, it's important to take breaks in all practices. Um, but as the science evolves and we really know how it's affecting our receptors long-term, like we recommend taking regular breaks for each person. It's intuitive, um, with our community, most people feel the need for a break after a couple months and they'll take a week or two off. Um, also when people start moving into deeper journeys, which they often do, um, after six months, a year of practice, they become more comfortable um, they take breaks from microdosing before larger plant medicine experiences. Um, but over time, the breaks will become too, just like the protocol, more intuitive and your body will tell you when you're good. You don't, you don't need that support right now. And then a few months later, you might move through a situation in life or a spiritual time in life where the medicine calls to you and you resume for a while. Mm. I love this checking in with ourselves, being intuitive with ourselves. And I also love that you call it medicine because it truly is. You were talking about intention earlier and having an intention. So we don't just, you know, like sometimes when we get prescribed something from a doctor, right? We, we open the package, we pop it in. We're like, okay, that's thing. You know, that's it. Here we go. So, but you were talking about an intention and I, that, that just sparked something in me. Share a little bit more about that. Yeah. That's a really, really important part of the process a big part of the shift right now, you know, collectively we're experiencing is we have to become participants in our lives, in our health, in our healing, in our communities, um, really know who we are and then express that unique purpose and, and voice. And so the medicines really help us connect with that, but it's a participatory relationship. So it's not passive. It's not just, you're going to take these medicines and they're going to fix everything in you It's not a magic pill. Um, So by having a ritual and intention right from the start, it really is you, your spirit kind of stepping to the medicine to meet the medicine. And we found like the more committed you are to stepping forward, Mm -hmm. the medicine meets you and bestows gifts in equal to that commitment. So we typically, when people are starting out six weeks, people have um, an intention around, you know, sometimes people are, changing jobs, transitioning, moving, you know, calling in their partner, um, trying to improve specific physical health, ease depression and anxiety. And so we set, we start with an intention and a ritual, but you kind of set it and then forget it is the key. So a big part of medicine is just surrendering to divine, um, you know, spirit, Yes. Mushrooms and earth medicines have been here for way longer than we have. You know, they've been through so many extinction events and things like way longer than us. So they possess a wisdom that we can't even comprehend yet. So part of the practice is surrendering. You know, we set our intention, we step into it, but we surrender and let that divine wisdom meet us and it's own divine timing. And so very often people's intentions come to pass but if we fixate too much on our narrow human mind of like how that's going to happen yeah we limit ourselves unnecessarily and frustrate ourselves 
Whereas if we can surrender into the process with a clear intention, the universe always, always comes through, but not in a linear way, like not in the way we expect it, um, but in a way that's definitely for our highest and best. So. Mm, beautiful. And something that also came up for me when I had my first psilocybin experience, I I was with my partner and he looked over at me and he's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, no, I'm not crying. And I felt my face and tears were streaming down my face, but you know, there wasn't any of this. They were just coming and It was really an indicator of what was going on within me. And I'm like, okay, Hey, there's something here. What can you say to someone who might, you know, have a lot of with PMDD, a lot of symptoms, a lot of stuff going on, and maybe is afraid of what might come up, you know, like sometimes it can show us things that we don't even know that's there. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yes, that's so well articulated. That's exactly how the medicines work. It's like they're a little, you know, flashlight that shine all of those shadow spots and things that we've been holding back that need to come forth for our healing and, and highest good. And so especially women, you know, we've been conditioned for so many centuries um, in what we can say, what we can't say, having a voice, expressing ourselves, moving, how we dress, how we look like. And now the medicines are here to like get rid of all of that old conditioning. And it's really tender and it's very vulnerable to go through that process. So yes, part of the things I, one of the things I love about microdosing is it's so gentle and subtle that while it peels those layers off, it's not like taking off the lid too soon that we're not ready for it in the way a larger dose journey is. So a larger dose journey can be Pandora's box in a way. Yes. Um, and then the, 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 the challenge is to integrate that. Whereas with microdosing, when we're doing these things in a really subtle, gentle way, it's far easier to integrate it into our regular everyday lives, in our relationships, in our careers, um, in our families and activities, um, rather than all at once. So I think it's a more feminine approach to healing. It's more inviting and allowing, not forcing and not kind of putting ourselves in a raw space that we're, we're not ready yes. to agree yet. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. And you were just talking about into integration. And I wanted to talk about that with you. You know, you're saying we need to definitely integrate when we go on these, these bigger journeys. Um, is there an integration process that happens also with microdosing? Do we do like some journaling introspection or what does integration look like with microdosing? Yeah, no, it's such an important piece of it. And it's, it's the fun and fascination and the experience too. And so having the support along the way is so important. And so having the integration of a partner, a therapist, a community, that's the way in our programs, we have a community and that's the point of the community is to hold each other. You know, we heal by sharing our stories, but we also heal by witnessing the healing of another. And so, especially with, with medicines, when we're doing so much shadow work or emotions are coming forward that we've not had before, it's really important to be held Mm. in a space of love acceptance, but also having people notice and see the shifts in us that we can't see in ourselves. Like blind spots are really, really common. And so people don't really see how much you have changed and grown. You really need that reflected back to you by a a community held with compassion. So 
Um, the integration piece, journaling is huge. A lot of people start writing and really expressing themselves in all different ways. It's mm-hmm. art. I believe femininity and healing and fertility and creativity are all intimately interwoven. And so once we heal in one area, it like lights up other areas. And so a lot of women, you know, find that couldn't get pregnant before can get pregnant now. Suddenly they're like, their artistic expression is let loose and they find out they can paint, they can draw, they um, are journaling and can't stop writing. So it's all connected. Yeah, yeah. But the, the artistic piece is also a beautiful way to integrate and track your experience in hindsight because you can look back on where you were and where you are and then mm. later where you're going. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so beautiful. It's one one area, then another area lights up. I love how you said that. So I know out there, y'all are on board. It's like, oh, I really am on this. I'm really interested in this. But there's sometimes this barrier, this one last barrier that prevents us from actually microdosing here in the US we're quite we're quite fortunate and also in Canada that we have these regulations you know are, are becoming less strict so but in so many countries and so many places it's still very illegal so what would you what can we do what would you say i know you know you mentioned we can grow our own what else would you say we should do can do i think giving ourselves permission is huge as as women i you know we are conditioned to care so much about what other people think um of being nice of being good of of listening to authority and it's new for a lot of women to like own their intuition and get back in touch with themselves and so many women who come in when they're first starting medicine practice say you know it's heartbreaking because they realize when setting their intention is they're so far from themselves, they don't even know what their intention is. And that in and of itself is a healing moment to recognize that and start to come back home to yourself. Um, So that's a big, big part of the process. Normalizing it is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's more and more, there was just an article recently in Harper's Bazaar (laughs) magazine of all places about parenting of parents really benefiting from, from microdosing practice and that, you know, the more disparate audiences and demographics that can hear this, it really normalizes it. So in our program right now, our age range is 21 to 91. And there's a beauty in all of those different generations being together in practice. And we all have so much to learn from each other. Women in particular, I think, um, having us in conversation around this practice, but also in our own healing Mm. is so important right now because the modern medical framework is not made for women. Oftentimes we're so left out, left behind, not listened to dismissed, especially when it comes to the issues we're, we're here to talk about today. Um, it's, it's no coincidence that I think women are finally realizing like, this is not okay that so many, so many of us are sick and so many of us have trouble with our cycles, have trouble with our hormones and recognizing it's not us. Mm. Like (laughs) 
<laughs> that needs fixing. It's the world and the systems we're living within that need the fixing. So yeah, the more we get together and are open about what we're going through, I think we're going to heal ourselves um, rather than waiting for, you know, the medical establishment to do it for us. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. When I'm writing it down, it's not us that needs the fixing. Thank you so much for saying that little empowerment there for us. So your program, Microdosing for Healing, could you tell us a little bit about that? Because it sounds so juicy and so interesting and so needed. Thank you. Yeah, it's my, my pleasure. So we started this in January of 2021. So during, well, the pandemic, and it's a combination of education. So people who really want to learn about what microdosing is from the science to uh, the dosing, to practical information, to the history of microdosing yeah. and its roots. Um, you'll learn that in, within the program and also have the structure of a program. Um, the experience, again, people learn to grow um, in the program. And so you have support in trying to figure out how to grow um, with our cultivators and what your dose will be and how to adjust that. And then the last piece is the community piece. Mm -hmm. So having um, engaged, really fun, um, fascinating, it's people from all different backgrounds um, to share in the experience. So we have a lot of support. We have weekly um, Zoom calls mm -hmm. that we, we meet um, and we have people all over, all over the US at this point. So it's a way to hold people, many who are entering the path for the very first time. Beginnings are always very special and memorable. So that's our goal is to kind of be a really gentle, loving welcome into the medicine path. And then people just go from there. Many people become coaches themselves, become guides, incorporate medicines into their work, into their families, into their communities. So that's um, the mycelial web in action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you so oh. much. Yes. Thank you for sharing that and for being at the forefront of this, of this new movement. Well, new of this movement that we are now finding out about. And so y'all check out the link. I'm going to put it right here under our interview. Click on that. If this is something you're interested in, Casey is the person for y'all. So Casey, we're almost at time. Do you have any last words of hope or encouragement for our PMDD community out there? I would love to. Thank you so much. And yeah, I think I would like to share for women experiences, like how much you are not alone. Like there's so much healing in community and it's so deeply, we have many women um, who came to microdosing for these issues that, that you're all facing. And it's so deeply healing, not only the medicine practice itself, but to having um, community and kindred spirits to help inspire you, hold you, um, and also share what you're going through. So, yes. Oh, thank you so much for those words of empowerment and encouragement and hope. Uh, I want to say y'all out there post in the group, Hashtag gold nuggets, whatever came up for you, any aha moments, reach out to Casey, go to her website, check it all out. It's just amazing. And Casey, thank you so much. I also want to say thank you to your doggy. We're heard in the like background. 
Casey and Doggy, y'all, thank you so much, Casey, for for the work that you do and for coming here and speaking with us at the summit. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, y'all go out there and inform yourselves and do what works for you. Listen to listen to yourself. And uh, it's not you that needs the fixing. It's the world that needs to fix it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Yeah. bye. <laughs>Hi, it's Charisma. If this expert interview inspired you or helped you in any way, please consider leaving a five-star review with your insights so other PMDD warriors like you can find these interviews and benefit from them too. You're awesome and thank you so much for being a part of this community. And remember, relief is possible. Okay, bye.